I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One division, one, one division, one. I'm starting as the way we finished. Like it was like like it never happened. <gasps> oh my God, how seamless is that going to say? Minus the 10 adverts in the, in the middle of... <laughs> But you could actively binge that, but it would take you out once you listen to, Hi, I'm Amanda, and I think you would be great with Robert's Dental Surgery. <laughs> Come along, where we we can fix your teeth. <laughs> but to be perfectly honest, we are thankful for Acast for providing the adverts for our platform. Uh, big shout out to Acast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that 20p is... Oh, thank you so much. Fixing the bank. Oh, here we are. Another podcast, another review. Oh. It's our second TV version, let's say, uh, yeah. which is very exciting. But first off, how are you, Forrest? I am dandy, mate. Uh, I just on me we're quite we're quite close can't remember how close we're getting to our 50th podcast we're also getting to the year mark as well we are um dangerously close to the year dangerously we need to think about doing something i know maybe we a should podcast. do it together <laughs> actually <gasps> oh, together because when's the last time we did that that's good point probably ah i know when we did um wild card at christmas was it yeah, we did a what? Uh, we did Dark Knight. Do you remember? You oh, came, yeah. You came round mine. Watched yeah. a bit of Dark Knight. You know, you inappropriately touched me. I inappropriately <laughs> touched you. <laughs> you know, next thing we know, woo! I'm seeing your Dark Knight. Oh, it was unbelievable. <laughs> Straight off the bat. Oh, Good well, bit well. of business there, Forrest. <laughs> Lovely bit of business. Oh, well, well, we were. <laughs> Oh, oh, I have no words. Um, well, no. good. I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Long story short, I've had yeah. a lovely day, thank you. Good. Um, but um, yeah, I, I. Do you know what? I couldn't wait all day, Matt, to discuss episodes six to nine of One Division. Oh, should we get into it? Let's, let's deep dive. Roll. Episode six. Oh. Go on, you know, you go on, you do it. Go on, you no, do no, it. No, 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 I was just going to get well, I was just about to say, Forrest, my dear friend, it's time for us to roll that intro. Off we go. That's quite nice actually because it's been a long time since you've actually done that in ages. It. Yeah, you haven't, you haven't introduced it for a long time. No, I haven't actually. There we go. 
Here we are. So. Well, here we are. This is yeah, like you say. You just said it. Episode six to episode nine of One Division. Now, um, I've got to say straight away, much like the first half of this series, mm. mate, I binged the heck out of it. Oh, I, it yeah. got, I binged it to the point that I forgot to make notes. So what I had oh. to do not ten minutes ago was like rewatch kind of like highlights of it mm. so I can just retain the things that I wanted to say because I just really enjoyed it for what it was because I think it was in its entirety my second viewing mm. and there are still again so many things that I haven't noticed and there are things that I'm appreciating more on the second view against the first one. Um, because you can see what's coming, but you can see then the details that are bringing out with it. Um, but yeah, mate, I think again, this second half kind of knocks it out of the park. There's mm. a couple of bits, I think, in terms of the delivery and the execution of maybe certain characters' roles and the kind of completion of their roles, um, which I have small gripes over, mm. I want to say. So I'm looking forward to talking about that. Uh, but overall, big thumbs up from me, my friend. Oh, oh, far, right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I um, I am uh, th- last week, this week, and next week are incredibly busy periods of time for me. Yeah. Um, and uh, because of that, I didn't quite binge this part of the series in the same way. I kind, it was kind of, but didn't destroy my viewing, and also, like yourself, Matt, thoroughly enjoyed myself. Had a, yeah. had a really good time. I thought it's just so much. It packs so much into it, um, which I think. I wonder. I think in one episode, almost got in the way a bit um, yeah. because of how much they pack in. Because mm-hmm. actually, there was a bit. I think in, yes, in the last episode where I go fucking hell. How many characters are there, and how many different versions of the same character is there, and which character is a good version of the character? I was like, it mm-hmm. it it starts to lose me there. But we we will get to that. We will get to that in fine fine time. I 100%. think. Uh, so we travelled in episode six, which is uh, set in the nineties. So we go nineties comedy, um, and we go Halloween. We're we got Halloween. Halloween now, I, what I really love about this this beginning bit is kind of this is we get into the the sort of the genre, the genre, the genre, and the decade of sitcoms that I grew up in, and mm. um, and this is obviously an homage to Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. In terms of the beginning bit and the way they're shooting it, and as well in terms of the way they framed their shots, in terms of having it very. Um, close within the house what's really clever about malcolm in middle when you watch it is that it kind of gives you the idea that you're in a quite an enclosed house an enclosed space so there's more close-ups than there are wide shots and they use quite a lot of um uh, depth as well in certain shots as well that kind of have Mm. multiple people at the front foreground and the background these are all kind of like standard 90s sitcom kind of malcolm in the middle kind of vibes Mm. um and it was, yeah, the, the rocky, punky kind of beginning bit. Pietro coming in as this kind of like funky uncle, which reminds me of the older brother in Malcolm yep. in the Middle. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, the cold, whole tone of it is 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 on there. So I'm like, oh yeah, this is my episode, you know. Could I, I just want to pick up something that happened a while ago. I was listening to the rest of what you had to say. Hmm. How do you pronounce... Uh, the word that tells you whether it's a comedy or it would be a thriller or you used the word earlier. How did you pronounce it? Genre. 
Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Say it one more time. Genre. Why am I wow. saying it wrong? No, no, no. I think it's. I think I've said it wrong my whole life. What have you? What? Have you... I've. I've. <laughs> I say genre. Oh, oh! You didn't. You no, You're doing it the posh way. Am I? Yeah. Genre. Oh, genre. Like some sort of like European. Like genre. Oh, come I go on. to the. I go to the Cannes Film Festival. Genre. You know. I'm like, no, it's a fucking genre. Genre. Like John walking down the street and he goes, ah, rah, genre. But you it's know? not John though because it's G, mate. So it's genre. genre. Sorry. Genre. Genre. <laughs> Genre, genre, genre. <laughs> I'm like the Zoolander version, eh? Yeah, hello, yeah, genre, genre. There's a little bit of more allure to that. Okay, okay. Every time I'm going to say genre, I'm now going to go genre like that to the camera, to the, to the mic, right? Okay. I thought you were going to ask me about Pietro then. I thought you were going to ask me something about Pietro, but no, you started picking out my pronunciation on one word. No, no, because I thought I'd got it wrong for my whole life. No, I was, it was, nah. honestly, it was nothing but for thinking I'd fucked up. But Is there a way Is there a way of getting Google to do it? Oh, here we go. Genre. Genre. Oh, shut up, Google. What's Google? Oh, yeah, she goes, genre. 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 Like you're some sort of best mates with Google Translate. Oh, me and me and Forrest know how to pronounce things. <laughs> genre. <laughs> All right. Fine. Yeah. Gen- genre. Yeah. Genre. Fantastic. Well, after <laughs> now, we're, now we've established that. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I started that conversation. That was, um, yeah, yeah, no, I'll put um, vision. There was nothing else in my cupboard. And I have no idea... Why I've put that right really early on, really really That's early. That's really on. weird. What vision? There was nothing else in my cupboard. Oh, is he talking about? He's talking about um the costume. I think when he tries his outfit on for the Halloween, there was nothing else in my cupboard. Yes, and he kind uh, of he, they'd make the joke that he's like he's dressed up like some sort of Mexican wrestler, I think. But obviously, it's a tie in to their original outfits. So, you know, so Wanda's dressed as that as the original Scarlet Witch mm. and Vision's in his ah. original outfit from the comics. And I think I the reason why I picked up on that was it was another um, subtle reference to Vision going, uh, like, it, there's been manipulation. Because yeah. it, you're going to read that where he's going, well, hang on, why is there nothing else? And like... You know, all the clothes I've been used to every day, and now suddenly he's noticing all these things by this point, isn't he? Mm-hmm. So I think maybe that's why I've put that on there. Um, but yeah, with Pietro, we uh, Evan yeah. Peters, it is Peters, yeah, and and who um, as uh, since Jeffrey Dharma has just completely like I can't I mean, barely see him again. I can't watch him because I'm just yes. thinking of a psychopathic maniac. It's only sometimes there's certain like characters that actors play and you can't unsee it. Tony mm. Stark, Jeff, you know Robert Downey Jr. is one of those. I cannot. Whenever I see him in like these Sherlock movies and other things that you know RDJ do, does, I'm mm. just like you're you're Tony Stark. <laughs> you're like you're nothing else. It's now yeah. Evan Peters has made himself synonymous over a, a serial killer. 
yeah, probably yeah. one of the worst ones as well. Yeah, um, but it's uh, yeah. yeah, and I don't know what I think. It's just such an image of him being that character, and it, seeing him do a complete opposite. Like, yeah, I'm playing for playing for laughs, but I was just a bit like, that's just weird. But he also, Matt, did you ever watch a show on Channel Four? And I don't know if it was shown in America, Australia, or whatever. Yeah, so Ch- Channel Four is a independent TV service in the UK for any international. <laughs> Business. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, so it's not publicly funded, just an FYI. There's certain love, things. So the BBC is publicly funded by us, so we pay our taxes, and the BBC take our lovely little taxes, and they make really lovely stuff. When sometimes they say it's apolitical, but it's not really. And then you know, then Channel Four do it properly. Anyway. But yes, uh, yeah, it probably, yeah. Channel Four it used to have a show called <laughs> Invasion. Do you oh. ever watch Invade? Now, you have got to watch it. Great sci-fi show. I recommend it to anyone. Only lasted one se- uh, series, I believe. Uh, and to be honest, I think it was an American season. Uh, right. American program, sorry. And um, uh, yeah, Invasion. And it is incredible. Nice. Brilliant was it like show. Misfits or something like that? Sounds no, like- it was a much, uh, much darker and it, and it was about um i think it was invasion but like the aliens were coming through like rivers and water and stuff and it was it was oh, bonkers I, I yeah i need to go watch but anyway evan peters was cool. in that um so he's yeah. great he's great he's, he's also awesome. in the office um which oh, yeah. is a famous uh, tv sitcom i think it's and the office gets slightly referenced i think in later episodes and um, we'll get to that in a minute um but like yeah he plays uh i think Michael Scott's nephew? Mm. And Michael Scott like, spanks him, doesn't he, at the end of the episode or something like that? Oh. Oh, yes. He yes, does, he, he plays he, his cousin, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cousin, 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 cousin. cousin. Right. He plays his yeah. cousin, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, so he's, 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 a, he's a great actor. He's a great brilliant. actor. I, I put Evan Peters in the kind of uh, sphere of uh, Andrew Garfield mm. and, that kind of, and that kind of lot. Like, he's, he's a really um, clever... Um, well thought out actor that plays into the detail and the subtleties and obviously he achieved that in abundance with Jeffrey Dahmer but like in terms of really leaning into the sitcom vibes and and this is the thing I've you know the, the, the way that Pietro was played out in this show is interesting but equally at the same time is an absolute, and I'll say it again because I said it this last week, it's an absolute troll to the MCU audience. Mm. Because this was a moment in time when we literally, quite literally thought the MCU somehow under wraps made some sort of deal with the X-Men. And this is how we now introduce mutants and the X-Men, the current X-Men of that time back then. Um, mm. that, that iteration of Quicksilver coming into our world because the multiverse is kind of un, you know unraveling you know as it kind of goes through into phase four we all thought this was happening we all thought this was something that's going on they kept it under wraps they didn't even evan peters wouldn't say much at all would he be coming back as quicksilver nothing was any ever said and obviously as it played along he's literally playing a guy with his last name boner um, where it's just quite literally just it's just like a ha 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 we got you like k-dog's like like secretly like laughing under his hoodie mm. and his hat do you know what i mean like it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, 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 no, I do enjoy his performance. I do enjoy his uh, involvement. There, are, it is funny. There is, com- there is comic relief there. What I also like now, on a second view, and I didn't get this at the time, his character. Mm. What's his first name? Something Boner? Something? What's it? Um, uh, I'm sure it'll be here in my lovely, lovely notes. Ralph. Uh, Ralph. 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 Oh, Boner. why'd you get it first, mate? Oh, I was getting so excited. <laughs> Ralph Boner. Ralph Boner. Um, so he obviously is under the spell mm. of Agatha, not Wanda. So he can actually see what Wanda's doing. Hence, why in those later episodes, he kind of sits down in the in the um, Halloween episodes. He goes, "How are you doing all this?" I'm actually genuinely impressed. This is this is pretty freaking gnarly, you yeah. know. So he's actually under Agatha's control, and I didn't know that at the time. I thought he was still he was chosen by Wanda. Mm. as a distraction because things were unraveling around him. Like, shit, I need to introduce my brother again. I can't get my brother because he's dead and he's got full of holes in him and that's what Agatha reveals later. She couldn't do that. So she just recast him. Yeah, but why um, but why yeah. would she act shocked when she answered the door when he first arrived though? Because she 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 genuinely didn't see it coming. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So if oh. she was under her spell, she wouldn't be shocked, right? Who Wanda under so no, oh, I see what you mean. I see Pietro, what you mean. So you're saying that Pietro, obviously, quite rightly, is under Agatha's spell. Yeah. So therefore, one, therefore, Wanda didn't see it coming. So if it was, if you thought it was on, she was, he was under Wanda's spell. Yeah. Then yeah, yeah. So I would have, I thought at that moment, Wanda was playing up to the shot, to uh, playing okay. up to the fact that, oh my god, my brother said, guys, I had no idea, but yeah. I actually, you know, you know, controlled this. So I thought there was that moment of manipulation from Wanda's point of view, but actually, it was Agatha all along. You know, which is an absolute tune, by the way. Oh my god, what tune! Oh god. Well, um, we're going to get to that though. Catherine, we haven't talked. Catherine Ham, we haven't talked about at all. Yeah, Catherine Han, Catherine Han, Han, Catherine Han. Genre? For God's sake! Genre? Genre? Google, Google, tell me. I think it must be Han because it's H A H N, isn't it? It's not a. Han, yeah, it's Han. I can't get it. Where is it? Uh, it's not telling me. It's not telling me. It's not telling me. Oh, it's Han. Catherine. It's okay. Catherine. Oh, we need to speak Catherine. about Catherine. Um, so we will get there. Um, I um, I f- what I wanted to, to talk about uh, is um, because at this point we get Hayward. Now, Hayward, um, you know, he arrives a couple of episodes before this, but at this point, we're really starting to see his kind of villain nature coming. Yeah. Now, I actually thoroughly enjoyed... Um, I enjoyed Hayward. I enjoyed the character of Hayward. And for me, if yes, I I felt, and you are not going to like what I'm about to say um, <laughs> at all whatsoever, but I have to be honest and say I prefer him to um, General Ross in uh, The Hulk. What? Yes, because it's more fleshed out, mate. He's not just playing. Uh, oh, I'm a villain. I'm a villain. I'm, I'm a villain of the peace. Oh, I work for I work for Backwall Corporation, so I'm bad. <laughs> Where he, 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 the way he, you don't actually know if he's a villain to start with, right? He's a cat. No. He's another character. You can't. You get the you get the vibe, right? They set the vibe, but you don't know if that's where where it's headed. And also, there's so many other characters and other uh, things going on that you wouldn't possibly know 
Uh, until <sighs> later on. Yeah, but he's just like a... Like, I don't know. There's not... Hmm. I don't Matt, think he exit what? Could I pause you there? Um, <laughs> because the listeners and me are very yeah. interested in what you're about to say. I, but, I, I bet. But I haven't got my charger and my battery's about to run out. Oh, you silly So sauce. let me... I'm just about to pause and we'll see you on the other side. Unbelievable. Press record. I don't believe this. This is so unprofessional. I, know, I mean, second week in a row I've stopped you. In Peg, our, Peggy last week, and now this. In our eleven months of doing these podcasts, I've never been so offended in my life. <laughs> I just knew you were about to say the wrong thing about Hayward, <laughs> so I'm straight out of there. <laughs> You're wrong. Yeah, I'm getting my oh, charger. I just would like to pause here. No, tell me, tell us. Dear listeners and myself, what, mm. what your thoughts are on Hayward? Whilst, yeah, I did. whilst Rachel's clearly making all the noise. Yeah, in the can you hear all that noise in the background? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's Rachel. <laughs> it was Rachel all along. <laughs> uh, right, I'm about to say something really important about Hayward. Yeah. See, she, Rachel just went, he's a dick. Did you hear that? Yeah, he is a dick, but that's, but in a good way, like, he's playing it great. I just I just think he does play the dickness really well, the dickness really well. Um, he does play the uh, sliminess. He's premeditating quite a lot. The reason why he got Wanda to come back to uh, S.W.O.R.D. was so he can expose her to from her powers to make sure to reanimate uh, vision you know he put the whole drone into her space so he can get her powers and use it to reanimate uh bot the you know sentient vision now all fine premeditate i get it but it just lacks charm character mm. that's for me that's the only thing from hayward for me that's kind of missing with oh, okay. general ross there's gravitas to general ross so that's part of his charm there's no charm to hayward he's very clearly there as a one person, not, no real threat. He's, you know, there's no real charm to his character. You know, he's going to end up being caught at the end. There's no stakes there. Okay. That's my thought. Interesting. That's my thought there on him. But he oh. plays it well. I'm not, and this is no disrespect to his performance. Um, I think, you know, he did, he's playing the role that he's supposed to play, right? And I think in terms of just adding a little bit more to him, maybe mm. was needed. Oh, okay. Maybe. All right. I'll be. I'm. I'm very intrigued. Then, uh, listeners, let us know. Hayward, or no Hayward. Hayward or no don't, Hayward. Don't know about that. But. Well, okay. How about this? Hayward or Darren Cross? Oh no 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 no. no. Do you know what I mean? No. That's the level that I think Hayward's on. No, General Ross and how and Hayward, mate. No, General Ross is far more synonymous. Only you know I mean? after the film, though. After Iron Man, yeah, I can agree. But the co- um, after not Iron Man, uh, the the Hulk, incredible. But during the events of that film, The Incredible Hulk, General Ross is nothing but a one-dimensional. Oh, I'm a corporal leader. I'm, I'm going to say this now: you are going to regret that when Harrison Ford knocks it out of the park. Harrison Ford, why yeah, is he's playing General Ross, isn't he? Oh, is he? Yeah. Am they I? recast him. Oh, well, he's not played it yet, though, is he? No. no. Oh, no. he's he's going to play it in. Um... Oh, in Thunderbolts, it isn't it? 
Yes, that's it. Sorry. Yeah, I was aware. Yeah, but exactly. And you can't compare him if he's being played by someone completely different and it's a completely different show. In the contents of Incredible Hulk, General Ross is a shit character. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying it. Fine. Fine. Moving <laughs> on. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, episode seven, we get Modern Family. We uh, which is We watched brilliant. Modern Family yesterday. We had a little bit of a Modern Family feel. It was, it was oh. um, Mother's Day. Uh, yesterday, I don't know if it's Mother's Day worldwide. I think it's just UK, isn't it? Yeah, I think we have at different times, right? Um, yeah, we do, don't we? Um, so we're watching for some reason Modern Family as a family, and just love it. It's such a good show. Oh, I'm binging it at the moment, and it's apps. I, I just I love it. It's just nice. It can be in the background, but you can also watch it, and oh, it's just great. Mm. Great so level of laughs. So they play homage to the Talking Heads. In uh, Modern Family, they kind of those quick, kind of like quick zoom in cutaways as well. That's all very within the esque of, of what Modern Family deliver in. Also, a nod to The Office, I think, as well, in terms of the beginning bit. Yeah. Um, uh, you get the opening credits, which is very kind of Office, Modern Family esque. Mm. Um, but like, yeah, I think, but then this is again, this is when it starts unraveling, isn't it? Because when Wanda starts doing her own talking heads telling that she's kind of losing herself things are unraveling around her she feels like she hasn't got any control then all of a sudden the person on the other side of the camera asks her a question mm. and she can't see that person she can't see or you know who's done that and obviously later on we get the reveal it was Agatha all along. <laughs> it was Agatha. It was Agatha. So, so wonder. This, and this is what this is what I think is really great about this series. You, not mm. only the concept of this series in terms of its visual de- uh, delivery is is very impressive, but the 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 um, the fact that you kind of think that Wanda's controlling this whole thing, but actually mm. she is under her uh, under somebody else's illusion as well mm. um and you know and agatha infiltrating this kind of space as well to gather this power mystical power from wonder um i think it's great and it kind of when that whole reveal happens in the seventh episode as well doesn't it um mm. at the end and yeah it hits really well love it yeah absolutely yeah. uh what well, quite going tapping in what you you were saying about this is the first time we see Wanda uh, losing control and you know being kind of depressive uh, um and what i love is the adverts turn sad as well yeah so we start to see that kind of a negative spin on the adverts um which I, I thought was is such a nice touch to this um, which I, I love. Um, I found the at this point the Monica um, R- Monica Rambo um, gets a gets a little bit stale. Of kind of Monica goes in, then leaves, and then she goes tries to go back in again, go leaves again. It's like how many times is Monica trying to go in this place? And and what and for me, and I know about you, Matt, is why what why. Why yeah. is she so fixated on having to solve this? Because 100%. there is no, well, not a real clear reason as to why she's trying to solve I, this. Particular. I, 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 the only motive that I'm getting from her is that she's got compassion and empathy for the situation that she's in. Mm. Because she keeps saying, she says it a few times, if I was in your situation, I'd want to bring back my mum. I understand where you're at. 
and she t- and that's kind of her tack when she does end up going back in. But I'm with you on this. There's something not paced very well in the the, the narrative of Monica Rambeau in the latter episodes. I think the first half of her character is played really nicely. It settles in quite nicely with her introduction, her coming out of the uh, hex, learning mm. about the hex, learning about the fact that her genetic makeup is changing. Okay, and then that kind of like gets developed a little bit more. It's been done twice over now when you mm. get into episode six. And this is kind of when she turns into Photon. And this is where she can't, we, we, we see when she goes back in. Mm. Um, you know, she forces herself back in after not going through kind of that, that car, you know, not working. Um, her whole vision changes. She sees things on a different level. She hears and, you know, can sense things differently. Fine. Okay. Mm. That's her origin. We understand that. She's turning into a superhero. We get it. But why? Why go? Why? Just because you understand somebody else's feelings, you have empathy for that person, and you mm. don't believe that they're a villain, they're an, they're an Avenger, we should protect her, they're fine. But then is that enough to go through and risk your life again? Well, yeah. Why, why risk? The, the only, only thing I would have preferred and whether, again, well, we go to the age-old, is there deleted scenes, is that um, the, the, the order of events would lend itself to, had they have had more scenes with Darcy and Monica, that the last time she goes in, by that point... Uh, Darcy's in the circus and they've had that whole scene right yeah. uh, and then uh, Monica escapes and then goes back in now at that point I'd if we'd have had a massive thing about how Monica and Darcy and Jimmy work together right and they really yeah. work together as a unit I could understand why that final time Monica would go right well that even if I can't say Wanda I have to at the very least um, go in and save Darcy and save any members of Sword that I can save, right? Yeah. I would I would get that because that's within her trait, within her job, within her capacity, uh, and she might risk it because she because she would make the decision to go, right, I'm not going in there to try and tackle the big stuff. I'm just mm-hmm. there to ta- to get to get Darcy and we could add maybe a fun funny thing about the circus or whatever. And then and then Monica gets grabbed into someone more serious. But the very nature that she would just go in there to solve this thing with Wanda makes no sense. And her her whole scenes with Piet weird and that just feels like the, uh, the only reason for that is that we find out what Pietro is um, you know how he's being controlled and, and it just feels like a plot a use of, a, a, a use of con- a construct to find that out do you but, know what I would have liked mm. my theory this is my theory this is oh. what I would have liked to have happened with Monica Rambeau's character now we understand that she came back five years later after the snap to find out that her mum died three years earlier, mm. right? And she was just in, you know, she was understood that her, you know, her cancer was in remission, she was going to be fine, and unfortunately came back, and then she, they lost her during the, during the you know, five-year gap. Now, that's really, tr- you know, traumatic, that's tragic. There's lots of weight, there's lots of stuff in there for a character to drive motive. Now, I know that they were trying to play into the fact that Wanda has lost a lot, in terms of loved ones. Monica has lost a lot in terms of one loved ones. 
<clears throat> being wronged by other people as well and not being treated properly by other people as well seen differently by other people they both can kind of understand that you know there's this kind of weird thing with captain marvel with monica rambo which i would have liked to have seen flesh out a little bit more what i would have liked to have seen is when monica rambo went straight back in okay to confront wanda she went in there not to go i understand how you're feeling but to go I'm really intrigued by what you're doing and you're managed and the fact that you've managed to bring back your loved one can you bring back my mum and one and she asks Wanda to bring back her mum mm. and 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 all just kind of this kind of desperation this this or maybe there's something that maybe Monica wants from Wanda to mm. sort of add the stakes in a little bit more maybe yeah nice maybe. Oh, but okay. she plays it really well. She plays a really character well. I'm really looking forward to seeing her in Miss Marvel. Uh, not Miss Marvels, the Marvels. I keep getting it wrong. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but like, yeah, I think in terms of the introduction of her character and her superhero, it was okay. It could just, I think, it could have just been fleshed out, and focused in on a little bit more. But obviously, this was about Wanda and about her journey as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Right, it's time. Yeah, let's, let's discuss Catherine. Let's discuss yep. Agatha. Let's go for it. So, at the yep. end of episode seven, we find out there's a doorway with many branches and darkness, and Wanda walks through it. And what does she see? Who she thinks is Agnes? Ang- Angus? Ag- Agnes? You're Agnes. right, first time. Uh, and then Agnes goes. My name's actually Agatha Harkness, and it was Agatha all along. All along. <laughs> How many times are we going to say it? <laughs> um, that, what I really like about the kind of the, the reveal of Agatha is um, this is quite a, quite a well-known uh, villain in the MCU, and the fact that they introduced it here it was brilliant, so good, because it matched this kind of like yin and yang with Wanda. Um, now, what's really nice is that Agatha... Um, is controlled or or answers to Mephisto, okay? And Mephisto has been spoken about a lot in terms of a villain coming into the MCU. Um, and uh, Mephisto kind of can sort of uh, 
could be the physical representation of many things, but one thing that it was originally uh, uh, physicalized of was a, a massive bug, like a little fl- like a fly. And you can see that fly. There's a couple of shots of it on the curtain. Oh, yeah. Now, there's Ooh. Easter eggs and theories out there that that is Mephisto. That's a physical representation of Mephisto. Love that's, it. That's kind of leading Agatha. Because, again... You know, we we get we get the we get a look at Salem, the fact that of of Agatha's kind of origin as a witch and all that kind of stuff. But we still need to understand, and I think we're still yet to understand, why did she come? I know we she came she came to Westview because she felt the power of Wanda, right? But who told her to go? Mm. What's the reason of taking her power? You yeah. know. Who's telling her all of this? Where is it coming from? And I, I'd like to see this inclusion of Mephisto as we go along. We've still got her series that's got to come out at some point. Um, mm. And hopefully Mephisto and Wanda coming back into that uh, would be great. But yes, the introduction to, to Agatha was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, interesting. I didn't know any of that. So that's interesting. And, and then for episode eight, we go into 1693, uh, where Agatha betrays her coven, uh, which is um, because her series is, what is that? Agatha, summon a coven, isn't it? Uh, Use, the word coven is in there. You're right. Co- um, and chaos? I think. Chaos co- coven? Might be co- yes. Coven of Chaos, Chaos of Coven. Coven, 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 coven of chaos. Coven of chaos. Coven of chaos. Fantastic. Oh my god! Is it coming out this year? It's coming out this year. Is it? Ooh. Um. I. Um. I actually really like in episode eight, uh, where Agatha says that accent really comes and goes to Wanda because it obviously got. It feels kind of a double, double, um, double meaning for audiences really because obviously. Her accent is going because she's going from American when it's within West uh, Westview, and then outside of it, you know, it's it's the 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 accent um, that she has. But obviously, there was a there is a large community talking about um, fan base that talk about that accent, so I quite like that. Mm-hmm. And but I general in general episode eight, I absolutely love how Agatha gets Wanda to to talk about memories and we see those memories i think that's such a clever episode it's it was really again really nice they've got the opportunity to do it they can't do this kind of stuff when you're doing big blockbuster movies when you're doing avenger movies there's not a lot of time to give a lot of backstory to a character and in this moment we got to see the backstory of wanda the fact that she was a volunteer of hydra when she was captured she went in and she went in as a volunteer of Hydra, and the scepter's there. That's got the Mind Stone inside it, and obviously a part of the Mind Stone chose her. So she, there's a there's a part of the Mind Stone that now that they you know that lives in Wanda, and obviously that wasn't revealed until much later. Um, but like she, you get that kind of silhouette of the Scarlet Witch, and obviously that's kind of you know that's not seen by anybody else in Hydra. That's only a vision that she sees. Um, so we we get and we get so that's and that's one part of her backstory. We also get her backstory with her parents. How you know what mm. happened in Sokovia? Um, oh, what I really liked in that moment is when the bomb hit. It was a Stark Industries bomb. Yeah, which harks back to the very first Iron Man film, right, where yeah. his weapons are starting to being u- are being used by 
kind of terrorists at one point, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, absolutely, re- yeah, really incredible. Uh, just that whole episode, I think episode eight is definitely one of my top three episodes yeah. of WandaVision. I think it's yeah. in- insane how they do that. Um, and uh, Oh, there's that, there's that really good quote with Vision again. Oh, um, but what is grief? If not love persevering. It is on, it's Shakespeare. Oh. That is Shakespeare. That is such... A brilliant quote. It's just, it's so true. It's so true. Mm. In Abs- every, in every way. Absolutely, but like, it is, and every time you hear it, it's like, yeah, it, you feel like it's quoting something. It, yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking, man. It's insane. Um, but yeah, I, um, I think there's a moment where Agatha says like, your your parent, uh, parents are dead, your brother's dead, Vision's dead, and you just kind of go, oh wow, like it, it just. They really make it really clear as to why Wanda is in this position, right? Mm-hmm. And why she's doing this, which actually leads uh, into something I'll bring back when we, you know, in a, in a minute when we talk about the last episode. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, and then we find we kind of see uh, Wanda meeting Tyler Hayward um, and Vision's body being ripped apart. What they're doing with that body, um, and then and then we find out, don't we? Really, at this point, that Hayward's um, version of reality was bullshit, and that Wanda didn't actually take the body um because i think we see earlier in the series he doesn't he show darcy uh and jimmy and she and he goes like oh this is what she did she came in she kicked off a load of magic we get like a flashback don't we we do and then yeah. he kind of alludes to the fact that he stole i think he even says it he's, she stole his body right yeah um but then we see that those events actually play out and she didn't she you know she walks out and she just gets in a car uh, and then finds this this plot of land, um, so yeah, it, it, I think that episode is amazing. And then we get oh, what we didn't mention, or is it no? It must have been a credit scene in episode seven as well. We we got we got Can't the um, Monica snooping 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 got a snoop bit. Um, <laughs> Snoop's got a snoop. Snoop's got a snoop. Um, where um, I was going to say Jeffrey Dormer, but it wasn't Jeffrey Dormer. It was Evan Peters playing Ralph Boner, um, mm. who catches her in the act. And I think that's I think that's the end of that one, isn't it? I think, think it must. It was be, like the right? episode before. Might be the episode before. Yes, yeah, must be the episode before because uh, don't know. Don't know. I don't mean the, f- the first credit scenes. That, well, obviously not mm. vital, but mm. the credit scene episode eight is when we get hey we we see that ha- what Hayward's been working on. Right, oh, we get this white vision, white vision, um, which is get, what's your insane. thoughts on what's your? I mean, let's we haven't, we literally haven't spoken about vision in this storyline and this development of a storyline in this bit. So that's the perfect opportunity. So. Vision from episode six onwards becomes increasingly more sketchy and goes, I need to figure out what's going on. In the mm. Halloween episode, we see that he goes out beyond the kind of means yep. of the hex, notices that people are kind of like on autopilot. Like it's yeah. almost like what they perceive is that the, the further radius you get away, the less power Wanda has with these individuals. Um, so they're all kind of like froze. They're kind of, some of the frozen, some of them are just repeating gestures. Um, and it gets to a point, obviously he meets Agatha, but that's obviously under her own spell. She's playing up yeah. to that moment. We find out in the reveal, but he goes out of the hex. And as he goes out of the hex, obviously this is Vision's dead body. So mm. when he goes out of the spell, he starts disintegrating. And yeah, obviously yeah. he shouts out that these people need help. Um, and it becomes a more of a kind of... Uh, 
I'm, I get really sad about Vision in this because obviously it just it just hits you home to the fact that this isn't the Vision that we know. This isn't the Vision that that we started with. This is a dead. <laughs> this is a dead reanimated version mm. of Vision. And then when we get this kind of uh, White Vision and Vision face off, um, I mean the fight scenes with White Vision and Vision for a TV series series I think is really good there were certain mm. CGI moments when they're in the sky where I was like it's oh, a bit off but it's forgivable it's a TV series but mm. equally I think some of the fight scenes were really really good with this especially with Agatha and Wanda but we'll talk about that in a minute Amazing. Um, but like when they do their confrontation they stop fighting and mm. they end up talking about the concept of oh god what they were talking they were talking about what was the ship ugh Oh yes, uh, I, the shit. Yeah, it's really have... famous. It's really famous. Um, it's really, yeah. it's a, so it's basically a concept of okay. So if you've got a shipwreck, and uh, this is a really famous ship, and then you end up just kind of like changing the boards and you change over the wood, and then to the point that it's a completely different ship. But actually, is it the same ship in its entirety? Yes, it is. But it's it's all new parts. It's kind of a metaphor of what vision is and what uh, white vision is. I feel that bit, Matt. That specific scene, I mm. I felt was positioned in a in a bad part of that episode. Totally. The first, time I, the first time I watched that, yeah, hundred percent. The first time I watched it, I was like, I had no idea what was going on. No, and no and and that time rewatching it, I felt exactly because I was like, I well, hang, hang on a minute, I'm I'm supposed to just be watching a load of fight scenes, and now you're breaking it up with a real, really in- intellectual discussion, which just feels com- incredibly out of position like this needs to be when things are are either slowing down at the end of an episode or at the at the right beginning of an episode they should meet have that conversation then get into all the fights not yeah. in the middle just had fight 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 wonder 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 agatha Matt, oh fight 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 vision oh suddenly they're gonna they're gonna have this meaningful chat in the middle of all this cat i'm like i'm not concentrating enough on that because i'm worried about who's who's punching who at the moment 100 so, I, I, I think absolutely it's a bit jarring because it's literally in the middle of action isn't it mm. Yeah. But like we do, we so we, we basically what happens in that moment is that, you know, uh, our vision kind of contemplates on what this means to to uh, white vision, and effectively, what I love about white vision, it kind of gives me kind of like white Gandalf vibes. It's yeah. really weird. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, but it gives him his memories. He gives his memories to um, White Vision, and the White Vision, his eyes change and they come a little bit more human, and then he just pisses off into the sky. Mm. And so, so okay, so this is where my question is. <laughs> so we have right now in the MCU present day a a version of Vision mm. somewhere on Earth six one six, just snooping around. Do we, what happens so, in the so end no, of the episode? So like, Dave? No way home, right? We get mm-hmm. to we get to um, the third instalment, all right, for Spider Man, and what what the fuck? Where's White Vision? What's going on there? Do yeah, you know but, what I mean? All the other f- films that have come out. Mm. But do but do we? Where's do... he gone then, mate? Where's he gone? Where is? Dear yeah, listener, but... I have a genuine question. Where is White Vision? Someone tell me. <laughs> What's he doing? Because. Uh... Yeah, I suppose it's technicality, isn't it? Because she she wipes Westview in its in the in the 
the you know Westview is no longer a place, and then at the end, she uh, all of the people of Westview return to being people with that under her control, don't they? Mm. So, is Vision roaming around without any control, White Vision, or yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a fucking, it's a mad one. What, what because. Are because, well, but the thing is, Matt, White Vision was created, we learn from Hayward, don't we? White Vision was created using, um, using the, what would you call it, not power. Well, yeah, using an essence of the power from Westview, right? Because mm. they have that, they have like a missile thing that they've taken out of Westview in order to create White Vision, don't they? You know, when we mm-hmm. when it gets in that, that, in that episode where we see it, Episode yeah. seven, we see we see what Hayward's taken out of Westview, next to the body armor of 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 White Vision. So is it that what because White Vision was created by by the by the substance of of Westview and the magic that Wanda used, the minute that Wanda collapsed all of that and and returned everything back to normal, does he then become nothing? He becomes ashes, right? Because in essence, he's made from these little parts. Those that, that, those fragments. So do you think he's just dead? So he's just got. He, he's just in the same way that house never existed. He's just. It's, it's like he's never been there because he was part. Of, he was part of the fragments of of Westview. Are you talking about what? What vision are we talking about here? White vision, white vision. You're on about, right? He did, but he wasn't made a part of the hex, though, was he? He's not part of the spell. He, but he is, though. Hey, that's how Hayward got uh, got white vision in oh, there to begin with. Because the only reason he made them, there was a scene where with the he first used the Thomas, drone, didn't he? Yeah, he used, he the, used drone the drone to animate it. And he said that the only reason why he can get, get him back in there, because otherwise, vision. The minute he tried to go in the hex, he'd die, wouldn't he? It crumble it, and it, Hayward said the only reason why he managed to do that was because it was made by. <laughs> Could you imagine the hex. just like White Vision just being like flying around, going, "I understand the world now." I understand. <laughs> he just kind of like flatlines and like falls in the to the Pacific Ocean, never to be seen again. Poor cue, guy. Cue the next What If series. <laughs> They get Paul Beckley back just for that one bit. <laughs> I understand everything. I have a new purpose. <laughs> and he just dies. Oh, mate. Unbelievable. But, but um, I. But this kind of leads on to my... So my gripe with the last episode is there are... There is way too much going on. This episode absolutely could have been split into two episodes. Yeah. And there are way too many characters. So yeah. we have... Uh, we have Jimmy Chu, um, Jimmy, Jimmy Chu, Hayward, Darcy, Pietro, Wanda, Monica, Agatha, uh, Wanda's vision, vision by Hayward, uh, and and uh, and the and the citizens of Westview. All all in one episode. All of them have their own like like plot and Side their own. Plots, yeah. And I'm like, there is way too much Why for a 40-minute episode. Why was it nine, not ten? It's so weird. It's so bizarre, and it, and it, and and this is why. And like earlier on, last week when we said about uh, the sitcom episodes, are like swaying into there's too much sitcom, not enough 
plot like of one of it and i'm like that's and that feels like if we'd have had much more of these plots earlier on embedded much better and the pacing was better i think this last episode would have been le- like less all over the place 100 percent, i totally agree it just it feels like it was kind of like oh god we've done these amazing like seven episodes We've got two episodes to wrap everything up, and they kind of go, like, fuck, 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 we wrap this up, wrap this up. And it kind of very much felt like that, especially for the last kind of 15 minutes, of that 20 minutes of that episode in the last one. Um, but like, we get we get the final kind of like fight with Agatha and Wanda. Um, I, I love the moment in, in terms of the cliffhanger for the end of episode eight. She says, uh, you know, this is chaos magic that makes you the Scarlet Witch. We've been waiting for years for Wanda to be called the Scarlet Witch. We knew that this was coming as a fan base, so that payoff was really, really nice. Uh, But like seeing her fight Agatha in the sky, using the hex and using the runes as well to create Mm. a protection spell. Like she, what's really great is you see how genuinely ridiculously powerful Mm. Wanda is as a superhero. And you see her using it for her own gain. And you're seeing, and you see her becoming. You know, it's a, it is a villain story. I, 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 I'm of the belief that it is a villain story. Yeah. Now this. So this is what another thing I wanted to chat to you about because yeah. you mentioned this last week. Yeah. I, I think the opposite. Bearing in mind the last episode, yeah. when when we get the the, the citizen, all the citizens of Westview, uh, they're at one point they're like bowing down, aren't they? And then Wonder is in the middle, and and we basically get, uh, if you remember, the one of the first times we ever meet Loki in the MCU. Yeah, um, we see that exact scene play out. Uh, I think it's in Hamburg. I think he goes to Germany for an event. Yeah. Um, and then and then he comes outside of this big, you know, big uh, palace type thing, and it's all the people kneeling down, isn't it? Right. Uh huh. And for me, if you parallel that, you can absolutely see that Wanda is not a villain. Loki comes out. He loves the people kneeling for him. He uses that power. He's using everything about Wanda. There is that in that second you see the complete devastation from her face of the reality of what she's doing right she for me genuinely believes that the that she had she i don't think she knew or believed that she'd be she'd manipulated people in the way that she had right uh i i think i don't I don't know what she thought she'd achieved or what she'd thought she'd done because blatantly these people you know are, are are to a degree uh doing things for her you know and that's pointed out when they're like oh i didn't do that bit right i didn't do this bit right i'm, I'm living in this world but i think i think for me that is genuine devastation on her behalf when she sees the true extent of what she's doing to these people but i think she doesn't understand the power that she beholds she 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 because in this part of the fact that she's dealing with chaos magic is that she doesn't understand what's going on. So the the, the, the fact that she's so powerful, and I, yeah, I'm not saying that she's deliberately trying to fuck up people's lives, but she's doing it from a place of selfishness. Yeah, she oh, yeah. is selfishly making choices. And I think that, 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 that growth of selfishness happens throughout the series. It the, the stakes get higher and mm. higher for her then to go, well, I'm going to have to take the dark hold. 
Mm. I'm going to have to take this book of, of, of dark spells to get my children back, which is how we end this series, right? Mm. And, and and for me, that's, that's what grow And that's what every villain story is. Underneath any villain, there is an aspect of humility and humanity of desperation for them to gain something from what they have lost, right? So that, that might be... Do you know what I mean? Does, like, does is... Loki have any humanity, though? But In, he's a, really? It's difficult because he's the god of mischief. He's a Norse god. He's not human. He's not He's not come from the planet Earth. I don't think that's... I don't think you can compare the two. Yeah, but not... But, but okay, Wanda's not hu- like human. As we find out as Scarlet Witch, no, she's otherworldly, right? No, she's but... still otherworldly. Yeah, but like the the, the witchiness comes from <laughs> the witchiness. Pla- the pla- <laughs> you know, it's 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 he- it's it's housed in on Earth. It comes from somewhere else, but it's housed on Earth. You know what I mean? But anyway, uh, it's like Bond villains, right? Bon- each every Bond villain has hmm. a has a motive, and that's usually because either they were wronged or they were, you know, there's personal investment, there's there's personal trauma, and all that kind of stuff. And that's mm. why villains, you know, the, the, it's the Dark Knight. It's the Dark Knight fa- phrase that comes back to me. Is like, either you, um, uh, you, you live long enough to see yourself become the villain mm. when you're a superhero. I think that's what happens. That's happening to Wanda. She's, she's out. She's she's growing into something far more powerful than she understands. Mm. And then it gets to a point where she's too far deep, mate. And this is where you know. She, you can't say she's not the not the villain in Multiverse of Madness. No, no, oh, she absolutely. But, but is she because the power is beginning to control her rather than that is an actual what the difference being? I, you know, the Joker. It, you know, you bring in Dark Knight, the Joker, right? Classic villain, 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 right? And mm. there's reasons why he's a villain. He is making the choice to be a villain. His 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 bad actions are purposeful and meaningful. Wanda, there, the Scarlet Witch element for me. There are two Wanda. There's the human, uh, decent Wanda who is grieving, who is deeply upset, deeply troubled. There is her power, her witchiness, is overshadowing. The rationale that she's going through. Yeah. Where, but, but, I, but, yeah. but what I would say is that just because of her actions, if they're unintentional, if yeah. her, if her, the things, the bad stuff that she's doing is unintentional, why does that discredit her from being a villain? Because she's because she undoes all of that though. She undoes it, and and like I say, eventually, hey, even 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 Hayward's, you know, uh, vision of what she did. Wasn't true. She didn't fucking do anything in the bloody lab. She could have absolutely killed all of the people who who wronged her, and all. And there was more than enough reason. What they were doing in that lab was not genuine and not you know good, right? Not mm. positive for the world in any way. Let's be honest, right? Mm. Um, even if they're in, even if they're saying their intents are good, so she didn't do anything. She get, like, left, went to her own area, like place, and all that stuff, and. Uh, and uh, yeah, I I fundamentally believe that she thought 
possibly the people of Westview were just part of her what she managed to do she because like you just said yourself she doesn't know the true extent of her power so i don't even think she thought those people were real people of that area right she because for as far as she she was concerned she just made a used her power to get that house created and to bring her envision back so when she went outside and there was a mini world outside of it yeah yeah oh. Dear listener, oh. dear listener, let's bring this to the table, all right? I'm bringing the question out to you, all right? What do you think? Do you think WandaVision was an origin story for a, for one for Scarlet Witch, the villain Scarlet Witch? Was it a villain origin origin story or was it not? Let's oh, genuinely I want your comments. So let's put this out as a real right freaking now. It's happening. It's somewhere. Oh, it's ether. real, it's real. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, it's good. What I'm, a debate that was. That's uh, that I was know. a great debate. I enjoyed that. That was oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that was a lovely bit of business. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm team. I'm team Wonder. I feel for Wonder, and I don't. Yeah, I don't, think doesn't matter. Don't feel in, for her. No, well, you, about, you're a heartless prick, basically. But the, <laughs> the <laughs> no, but the witchy element is controlling her. That's yeah. not Wonder's motive in my yeah. mind. But um. There, there we go. I think that's that's a brilliant way to finish off Wanda's story. I think we see, you know, at the end we see Agatha. She's still in Westview, and I think Agatha's coven of chaos will start in Westview as well. So we're going to see. Yes, I think I think so. We've got Aubrey Plaza that's rumored as well to be in the show, which is very exciting. I think we're going to just go back in time. Because I think this is gonna just set like really show what happened in that in those. I, I think you're right. I no, I do think you're right. I think we will I think we'll probably be going toing and froing, I think. Yeah, but but what would be the point though? Because Westview's done, mate. I think she'll it will, she'll move on. I, I don't think, think she'll it get will... out of it. I think she'll get out of it. Mm. I think she, I think this is how we get Wanda back. I think Agatha's gonna get Wanda back. I think mm. she Wanda's for for all intents and purposes right now, Wanda's dead, right? Um so, you know, well, post multiverse of madness, um, but like the the idea is, um, I th- I think Agatha's going to do something to bring her back. I think she there's I think she cares for her a lot. I think there's something there. There's, there's this weird kind of Batman and Joker vibes going on with them. So I love it. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. interesting, interesting. Yeah. But we see yeah. the end. In terms of the end, we get we get the hex that has to go. Uh, the the boys end up going. Yeah. The kids, the that she says goodbye to Vision. It's a really gorgeous, heartfelt exit, I mm. think. Um, and the way that they tone that's really nicely. Again, it does happen very quickly though. It doesn't really give you enough time to decompress from it all. Mm. Um, but um, then we see uh, Wanda as a you know at the end uh, with the dark hold fucking yeah. flipping those pages like no one mate like fucking how do I how do I get my kids back mate uh, and you know you understand that you I, you know you understand that of course you're going to fucking do that I'd take the dark hole to get my kids back you know what I mean yeah I understand it would you like to know or did you spot uh, a little bit of trivia so in that in that end credit scene yeah did you notice anything uh, in the woods on the lead up to the house no. Oh, so I have I've rumored to believe that it was a changed end credit scene from when WandaVision first released. I don't know for sure. I did read it. Okay. So basically, 
at the beginning of the scene, we start yeah. we start to see you know where she, we we find, we see where she's living now, right? And we yeah. start we see all those trees, and it takes us down a mountain, lovely mountain. It's gorgeous. If you pay attention and you go and watch it back, there is a silhouette that floats down the trees, and apparently that was edited and brought in after Multiverse of Madness. What? Be- because obviously, Mister Doctor Strange. Oh, is that then and there? Is that that moment? Yep. Shit. So go and watch that back, and you can see the silhouette coming down. That's sick. I'm definitely going to do that, dear listener. Do that as well. Mm. See if you can spot it. That's amazing. I didn't know that. Have you got any more facts of that wonderful book of yours? <laughs> Hashtag spot the silhouette. Uh, <laughs> um. The what have I got? I've got Forest. Let's have a look at your book. Yeah, I got one too. It's bigger than yours. <laughs> I've I have had this sat next to me for an hour, <laughs> waiting to do that. <laughs> I've got a little book of facts. Fucking look at this encyclopedia. Yeah, and have you used that once? No. No. <laughs> What's what's that tell you about Wonder Vision? Anything exciting? Uh, okay, I've got Scarlet Witch here as Ooh. a whole page. That does look tell, cool. I can tell you this: her height is five foot seven. Her weight is one hundred and thirty pounds. She has blue eyes and auburn hair. Oh wow! You're welcome. But does it tell you <laughs> that the budget for each episode was reported to be as much as twenty five million, which makes it the most expensive television series in history, beating The Pacific? Which had a budget of twenty one point seven million per episode. For some reason, that doesn't surprise me. No, no. It, right. It, do you know what I mean? It's such an expensive um, show. Also, big one. This one, Marvel Studios' first original uh, series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, was originally slated to be Marvel's first show. Was it? But due to the uh, new scheduling on Disney Plus amidst the uh, amid COVID, uh, WandaVision claimed the earlier release date. Kevin Feige was reportedly very satisfied. Kev, Kev Dog, were you? Uh, with this exchange, as he felt this series served as a better introduction for the Marvel Cinematic Universe's transition. <laughs> so right, he's so right. That K Dog knows. Yeah, he okay. knows. He's good. He's good. He Mate, good. I, 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 over and all, 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 over and all. On my on the on the on the genre. Oh. Nice. Sorry. Genre. Hark, hark back to that comment. On the genre of this series, I loved it. It gave mm. so many new perspectives and a new feel for, for a TV show. Uh, that furthered a plot, that furthered characters that's now leading in. The golden thread very much was strong and alive in this uh, uh, iteration. And I loved it. It was really good. I want to give it a good solid. I'm going to rate this Ooh. properly. Not out of crisps, but out of 10. Because I think it deserves it. some clarity. Um, I'm going to give it a good 8.7 out of 10. I, I hope, uh, you know, I hope it was worth ripping up our... Our crisp content for a, a proper rating there. Unbelievable. Look at Do you. you fa- you've what? changed face for you, have me. Uh, <laughs> Unbelievable. All of our crisp fanatics out there are going to be fucking disgusted. You've just trod. You've, 
fuck? You've just <laughs> trod a dirty, dog shit ridden shoe. Oh, okay. Fine. Into... Do you want me to do it? Do you want me to? Do you want me to? I'll do the analogy. I'll do the analogy. Do you know okay, what? Fine. It'll be an afterthought now, mate. <laughs> Uh, it may, that makes I'm, me I'm, fucking no, no, no. shit. No, no, no. I'll do it. I'm walking through a Tesco Extra. All right? <laughs> Tesco Extra. Not even a Tesco's. He's gone the extras. Yeah. <laughs> Fab. No, yeah. go on. You, you give us your rating. Go on. Oh, this is just uh, lovely, lovely. This, this is uh, something different, this. This is like... You know what? I always get... Um, What's the the uh, ridged like steak crisps? McCoy's, isn't it? McCoy's, McCoy. <laughs> yeah. This is that bag of McCoy. You know, it's the hearty, lots of volume, lots of strength, lots of flavour, lots and of it, strength. <laughs> How can you dictate as crisp as strength? That is a strong crisp, right? A ridged okay. crisp is. Do it? you know what's really ridiculous? That I actually know what you mean, but go it's, on. <laughs> And it sat there, and I go, bloody hell, today I could do with a strong crisp. And this, what a strong series. It is, it is. It's absolutely, it's gorgeous. It's so you're nearly, nearly full bag, I can only imagine. Oh, this is full, this is brimming. Brimming with happiness brimming from the top. and love. Uh, almost too much, too, brimming too much with the last episode. It's like I've opened the pack and it's sh- oh, and shot me in the face. Oh, oh, that's like, too much. What's going on? Hang on. Slow oh. down, McCoy's. So strong. <laughs> Such a mad is strong, McCoy's. So mad is strong. Oh, so oh. mad is strong. I can't even. I can't even crack you. I can't even get you in my mouth. You're so strong. <laughs> Oh, oh. That, I'm going to edit that voice clip. <laughs> oh, God. Unbelievable. Well, there we go. WandaVision was absolutely delightful. What a oh, brilliant way gorgeous. to start phase four. Forrest, what are we doing next week, mate? We are starting something new. Something new is coming. Uh, we're doing a monthly roundup of Can't news. Wait. Uh, I think we can talk about films and things that have come out. Um, to a monthly roundup of MCU, Marvel news, any superhero news. I think we're, we're just going to town with it. We're just bringing it. And we've got our very special friend, Lee of Lights, Camera, Rant. is coming back. He's going to chin wag with us. He's going to chew the fat. And I can't wait to see his shiny Australian face once again. <laughs> It's brilliant. I can't wait to have him back. He's such a legend. And it's a perfect episode as well because that guy knows his stuff in terms of like getting the news. Uh, I mean, you've got to follow him on Instagram. Okay, Lights lights, Camera Ant. Um, He gives you all the stories every single day without fail. He's an incredibly dedicated podcaster. Mucho respect to that guy. Um, So having him on next week is going to be so good. So, so good. But what are we doing after that, though? After that, we're uh, we're What's on. What's next from Phase Four? We are on to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We're doing another TV series, and yes. this one, 
I have yet to watch. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Hey, this, this would be my second watch with this one as well. Oh, so, Because there's so many things. Because anything within last... Yeah, well, okay, this is much more than a year. But anything that I hadn't watched, I, I wanted to save for the podcast. So, yeah. this, Moon Knight, Haven't Seen. So, there's loads of stuff that I can't wait. What if we're going to get to finally? Yeah. Can't yeah. wait. Um, but, yeah. So, we are about to stumble across... This wonderful TV series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So I'm Can't excited. Wait. Can't wait. Well, well, we've got to figure out as well when our year podcast is at some point. So we'll, 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 we'll announce what we're going to do for our anniversary. When we turn one. Oh, is that funny? Oh, one year's of age. Look at oh. us. Oh, we've grown so much. Oh, fantastic. That's lovely news, that. Uh, cool. It's right. right, buddy. It's always a pleasure, mate. Love you lots, like Jenny Tots, mate. I love you like strong crisps. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Don't Be a Hero podcast. If you have any comments, feedback, or any thoughts, email us at Don't Be a Hero podcast at gmail.com make sure you subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, spotify and other streaming platforms for future content and to keep up to date on all things don't be a hero follow us on our instagram or our tiktok at don't be a hero podcast we'll see you there